today 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 right we should get something out of this um it's g from the academy and my computer is telling me that you may have performance issues um what does that even mean what does that even are, are, isn't the computer supposed to sort that out for me hmm anyway let's just roll with it and see what happens so how's it going out there are you enjoying your permanent vacation are you enjoying the extension of everything are you enjoying the cancellation of everything yeah bit wild isn't it bit wild out there who would have thought it yeah who would have guessed what would have happened yeah even though bill gates had his event 201 even though fauci said in 2017 that the administration will be tested by a sudden outbreak you can go on um listen to his speeches uh it's way too complicated for me to play all the clips here I've posted them before. Follow me, uh, GW Hendry, on Facebook, Twitter, and follow the work of the Academy of Language Therapy and Life Coaching, trying to educate everybody everywhere. Um, that's an impossibility. Just focus on one thing. You'll be fine. You'll be fine. Anyway, tune in to uh, the Academy's YouTube channel for regular posts for regular posts and who knows you might find something that you like you might find something that you like hi darling how's it going do I have any dice um, one dice two dice three dice um, dice I think that you girls had all the dice in your, your boxes and oh i think mom's mom said that she found one oh you're throwing a plane it's never normal anymore <laughs> it's never normal uh spend time around kids it's fun it will help you define who you are it will help you realize that we all need to make life our art and with it to paint the truth a um, couple of updates on on Twitter um, I, I don't even know where to start with this there's a lot of nonsense being pumped out there's a lot of cultural warfare being being waged there's a lot of intergenerational war warfare being waged and it's been funded by the universities it's quite crazy so uh, the, the reason for mentioning that is uh let's see um there's something called the blakeney groups longview series i don't know who they are but i know what they're doing um, um they've produced a paper that argues that the concentration of wealth in the over 50s is unsustainable and that business has a crucial role in healing the wounds. Well, what they're basically saying is it's not fair that older people who have worked longer and have more experience should get paid more than younger people. Can you believe that? Can you believe that even exists? Uh, and of course, they're trying to encourage the young people that they know more than the older people, which is always a giant mistake um, because uh, the younger people fight the revolutions because they're fit and strong and they over they they overpower those who who know more crazy huh crazy um lots of uh, information coming out that uh, in countries across the world large numbers of those who have died from the virus um or supposedly died from the virus were elderly and living in old people's homes mm. 
can't isolate them there. Maybe they're isolated already, but obviously that didn't help, right? Obviously. Um, according to which studies you read, the number of cases in Sweden either goes up or straight down on a daily basis. It's insane. You really don't know what to uh, what to believe, what to read, what to follow anymore at all. Um, that's wild. It's very wild. Um, but what you can do is go to the country and have a look around at what's happening. And people seem to be busily scurrying around doing their daily deeds um, without much issue. So it is interesting. It is interesting. Meanwhile, in Paris, um, there were riots for the fourth consecutive night. Um, noticeable lack of social distancing amongst the rioters. Uh, also a lack of social distancing amongst the authorities, if you've noticed about how they've been behaving. Um, Luke Rudowski posted that it's just art, nothing to see here. So uh, Microsoft's, uh, let's see, sponsored face, Maria Abramovich. Um, well, she's been involved in some weird art. Um, and I, I don't think we need to go there. But uh, you can go and have a look at it for yourself. Make, make, make up your own mind. Maybe you like it, but I suggest if you like her art, there might be something wrong with you. But then you wouldn't agree, would you, if you like it? So that's the way it goes. Um, Dinesh D'Souza pointed out the politics of society. Global hysteria is nearly always overblown. In the 1970s, the Earth was running out of food. In the 80s, there was going to be a nuclear winter. In the 1990s, uh, the ozone layer was gonna disappear and we were all gonna get fried. Then there was the climate apocalypse, now there's a global pandemic. Um, and each time fear is used to move an agenda a little bit further forward. Now, if you haven't seen, talking about agendas, if you haven't seen Bill Gates' 2013 Pentagon video where he discusses plans to use respiratory vaccines to curb the brain's emotions. Um, basically, what he does in the video is explain how vaccines can eat certain parts of the brain. No, really, really, really. I mean, it has to be seen to be believed. Um, truth is far stranger than fiction. Um, wild, wild, wild. Michael Zimmerman pointed out that he had a talk with the owner of his favorite local restaurant. And he said that uh, five restaurants he knows or the owner knows went out of business this week. And he knows another dozen that will be out of business if we don't reopen in two weeks. And then if you do reopen, you will have to apply social distancing. Everybody would have to sit at the table by themselves. And that's just insanity. Right. But once again, I'm pretty sure that in the elite restaurants at the top of mountains on islands in certain places that uh, there's no social distancing happening there. I'm quite sure. Mm. What are you going to do trying to play golf? Huh? <laughs> yep. Yep. It's all changing. It's all changing. And this is the plan. This is the plan. Um, meanwhile, the doctors keep touting the fact that as soon as we get a vaccine, everything will be all right, even though vaccines haven't really eradicated any major illness yet. Well, it did certainly not eradicated it as much as basic hygienic habits, you know, fresh, clean water and fresh air. Um, and then there's the ties, the ties that bind, and there's the financial ties of all the people and all the institutions and all the money that they make on their research, on their research. 
But we have to push back. We have to fight back. Now is the time to study the information. Now is the time not to drop the ball. Now is the time to link up with people that you can. Now is the time to realize that teamwork is the only way to build a better dream and that uh, we are at this point challenged to change. Um, Lionel, everyone's favorite lawyer, pointed out that uh, at Lionel Media, pointed out that uh, he'd like to say, yes, doctor, I'll take the vaccine. But if you would be so kind as to please sign this acknowledgement of any and all liability at the event I suffer any side effects from the vaccine. Of course, the doctor's not going to do that. And of course, they're not going to tell you about the vaccine damage funds, are they? Because they just don't want you to know. Um, people are slowly waking up. People are slowly waking up. But it's taking time. It's taking time. Got to push back. Got to push back. Because what are you going to do when eventually the food runs out? What are you going to do? I mean, are you aware of what's happening in terms of work and farming and supply chains? How do you long? How yeah, blah blah blah. How long do you think it is sustainable to have this stay-at-home, shelter-in-place, no-work scenario? Really, how long? How long? You know what happens at work, like if you miss a day and then you go back? Something to think about. Like we've all missed a day and then had to go back to work and then had to play catch-up, right? Well, we're not just talking about you missing one day at your work. We're talking about entire countries missing months. I mean, does that, does that even figure in anyone's thinking? Meanwhile, while some countries are completely shut down, others are functioning as normal. Taiwan has one of the lowest infection and death rates but at a great cost of civil and personal liberties. Everyone has their temp checked going in and out of buildings. Doesn't matter if you just stepped out for a smoke, because of course smoking is a great habit when you've got a respiratory infection running rampant worldwide. Uh, schools monitor teachers, students, and parents several times a day. There's mandatory quarantine for foreign visitors and others with constant video and cell phone monitoring and on and on and on it goes um, William Bryan science and technology advisor to the Department of Homeland Security told reporters at the <laughs> crash in the background told reporters at the White House that government scientists had found Ultraviolet rays had a potent impact on the pathogen, hmm. offering hope that its spread may ease over the summer. Yeah, it's shockingly, they discovered that sunlight actually helps. Uh, can you believe it? Hold the front page, guys. Hold the front page. Our most striking observation to date is the powerful effect that solar light appears to have on killing the virus both in surfaces and in the air. <laughs> I, I don't know if they've got a script or not. Um, if they do have a script, it's, it, it's a comedy. It's a real comedy. That's from Yahoo, newsyahoo.com. Sunlight destroys coronavirus quickly. But stay inside, right? Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Stay inside. Hmm. Anyway, Anyway, regarding, uh, which country is this? Oh, Italy, right. Regarding Italy, uh, even before the crisis, the Italian social and healthcare sector for LTC, not quite sure what LTC is, has been characterized 
by major weaknesses due to a strong level of complexity and fragmentation both in terms of competencies and resources among institutional and non-institutional actors and unheard struggles to enter the policy makers what does that even mean does it just mean that they're not very good at their job this phenomena origin from the fact <laughs> has this been translated from italian originates this phenomena originates from the fact that ltc sector was not conceived and developed as a comprehensive model rather from legis multiple legislative interventions that aimed intermittently at integrating what was already existing ah blah 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 they weren't ready for it that's what it means blah 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 ltc means long-term care uh, long-term care lessons learned from crisis from absent crisis management right of course naturally always come late if they come at all are you following me are you thinking are you uh, cognitively processing all of the data do you realize the restrictions on the movement of healthy people are not a quarantine but a violation of common sense see quarantines for sick people not for healthy people you see how they twist everything around they twist they twist like it's a they twist like it's a tornado they twist like it's a tornado almost half of Europe's coronavirus deaths are in care homes states says the World Health Organization official meanwhile governments are relatively happy that they don't have to pay pensions to these people sad but true um, now Harvard law school is hosting a conference to ban homeschooling how insane is that to ban a type of education which has been in multiple cases I've covered it before um, in fact I even did a there's a presentation somewhere on my YouTube channel about uh, about homeschooling and all the benefits and advantages of it and the fact that in, in general it's better for the families it's better for for the kids there's a more a direct form of education they get exactly what they need it's actually cheaper as well for governments and authorities to homeschool which is why they don't want you to do it because they want your money right um, remember school schools kind of get paid per per student right they don't get paid per successful in life graduate but there's no measure there's no measure of success in school to self in life six ah, repeat there is no there's no correlation between success in school and success in life um, especially at a younger age you know you can you can say once you get your university qualification things change a little bit so I can understand that but um, but please keep an open mind because it's all about the state and the state power and the state power anyway the writer of the article writes when I removed my youngest daughter from the public school system and remember the homeschooling is only legal in 7% of the world so in 93% of the world it's illegal it's maddening maddening once upon a time all we had was homeschool um, not against the state schools just uh, pro-choice as they say when I removed my youngest daughter from the public school system the main reason was because critical thinking was discouraged if your daughter didn't have to question everything her grades would be higher isn't that crazy less questions better grades the principal informed me at the very last school meeting I attended she always has to ask questions she simply refuses to absorb the information and that's what they want you to do absorb the information together with taking those ridiculous multiple choice tests which never really get you to think about they never really get you to think out of the box about what the answer could be and speaking of answers the infamous Max Egan has uh, posted some great 
work recently, some great insights, some great videos, some great compilations. Very, very thought-provoking gentleman, and a real gentleman at the same time. Um, you know, basically, we don't have to travel in the direction that we've been told we should go in, in order to clean up this mess across the world. And it is a mess. It's a giant mess. It's been mishandled. The information has been misrepresented. We've been misled. Anyway, <laughs> he suggests that you should arrest and detain all state premiers, <laughs> charge them with treason. And well, terrorism is just scaring people. So um, they are scaring people. You have to agree with that. Um, it would only take a few months to round them up, have public trials, and take back ownership. And it would be nice to think that we could go in this direction. I tend to think that we're not ready for that yet. I don't think we're that far down the road. I don't think we're that far down the road. Now, meanwhile, YouTube continues to delete um, videos that doctors and nurses are posting that contradict the mainstream narrative. Um, here's another exclusive YouTube video, Ontario Nurse Speaks Out. There is no emergency. Why don't you go and see what the nurse herself actually says. If you're following the video version of this presentation, you can see the little corner of the world in which I live. Somebody, um, somebody had a little drone, sent it up into the sky, and, uh, Took a nice little picture. How cool is that? How cool is that? Right. There we go. Meanwhile, we can still dream. We can, we can still dream. Somebody uh, posted, wanted for questioning related to genocide and healthcare fraud, human trafficking, trafficking and crimes against humanity. Yes, Mr. Fauci. We're watching you. We're watching you. I wonder when, I wonder when we'll get to put these uh, people on the spot about what's happening. Um, Max Egan has a great post where he explained the difference between a pandemic and a democide. And he's got a great argument for it. Meanwhile, while the internet is policed, not the only thing being policed, of course. Um, and the police are always out there to watch over you and make sure you're safe and catch criminals as they arrest people for walking up and down beaches right now. Um, and of course, they arrest you to keep you safe. Um, recently posted a video where cops can be seen flying a drone to survey the beach from above before finding an unaware sunbather and closing in on him. The unidentified man was visibly surprised to see two police officers standing above him. Because you should stay away from people, but you shouldn't be outside, because that makes perfect sense, right? Makes perfect sense. If you're following the interview work that I'm doing to try to promote the local businesses, keep everybody thinking, keep everything ticking over, um, challenging people to use the technology to, to improve the quality of, of their life. Um, if you're interested in that, then uh, check out the Made in Murray interviews available on the YouTube channel. Um, meanwhile, every time I get halfway through a presentation, the uh, Chrome browser develops a mind of its own and decides neither to scroll up nor scroll down, which is completely unhelpful, but um, I'm happy to have an opportunity. So I'm not supposed to complain about those elements of anything, am I? No, no. Just keep your head down, stay focused, keep moving forward, keep moving forward, keep moving forward. London Real, in the news, London Real, who have been pumping out amazing interviews recently, um, are setting up their own streaming channel for information. 
I wonder how long before that gets shut down. Anyway, they've raised a hell of a lot of money in a short space of time, which shows that people do want alternatives. They really do. They really do. Um, Facebook, once again, has been fact-checking my posts. Um, this is false information. It's been checked by PolitiFact. Well, I wonder if PolitiFact have any agenda. I wonder. I wonder if they're getting money from anyone related to any specific causes. I wonder, because that's never happened ever in history, has it? Um, the Gates Foundation does not have a patent for the coronavirus. It does have a patent for the vaccine for the cure, though. Huh? Why don't you talk about that, right? Why don't you talk about that? And you can actually block the fact checkers on Facebook. There is a way to do it. There's some instructions online. Now, I've been meaning to get around to actually studying the um, the bill, the coronavirus bill in, in Britain to see what the government have passed to see if it was sensible or insane. And um, the reason why the next information is important is um, firstly, thank you to Nigel who uh, posted it online and reminded me that I needed to look at it because we do need reminders from time to time. Mm. Especially since my other computer crashed with all the information on it. Um, but don't let the downers drag you down. Um, so I read through parts of the coronavirus bill and it's relatively sane and sensible, although one wonders how they managed to hammer it out in such a short space of time. That's suspicious. But it does generally tend to deal with what is going to happen in society if there's mass death and how they're going to clean everything up. It generally does deal with that. It's quite logical and straightforward. I didn't find anything that made me think, ooh, that's not a good idea. However, the government at UK.gov, the government guidelines for the closure of businesses is completely different, right? The government guidelines for the closure of businesses. Now you go and check this yourself. Go and check the guidelines for the closures of businesses. And what I should do is I should read through this for you because it is actually that important to understand what the government has advised. Now I can't find a law or a bill that they've created to say that um, businesses should close. I can't find one. It doesn't mean it doesn't exist. I might be looking in the wrong places, but I can't find one. So I don't think there's any legal founding or foundation for the closure of businesses. Just because somebody says you must do something without without debate. If it had been debated in Parliament and uh, a special bill and articles, and I can't find that. I can't, I can't find any debate about it. I can't find any specifically related articles. All I can find is a UK.gov guideline related to businesses where it does say must, but it doesn't refer to any law. So it's a bit like saying, I'm, it's a bit like me telling you, you must do something. Um, it only works if you believe I have some kind of authority. If you don't believe I have authority, then it doesn't really matter, does it? It's kind of insane. Anyway, um, the point that I, I want to make is, um, and I've highlighted it here, I screenshotted it and plastered arrows on it, because I think it's extremely important. Medical services, such as dental surgeries, opticians, audiology clinics, physiotherapy clinics, uh, uh, there's a few others I can't read on that. Um, and other professional vocational medical services should all be functioning. They should all be functioning. They should not be closed. So you need to question in your area of where you are, especially if you're in Britain and maybe if you're in other countries as well, why are a lot of these services closed down when the government has specifically stated that they remain open? It's in black and white. And um, so my partner questioned me on this. I, I, and she said, no, it can't be like that. Show me. So I, I brought her the, the the data, the information. She looked through it and she said, yep, you're right. You're right. So um, what to do, eh? Bit of a conundrum there. Bit of a conundrum. 
because these vital services should still be functioning. What then? Who decided they should all be closed? Who made that decision, huh? And it is, I've got this, look, it was either some central medical institution that doesn't have the authority to close down the businesses. Um, maybe they threatened people with removal of certification or something. I'm, I'm not sure about that. It's just theory. Um, or they just all parroted what somebody told them to do. And there are, there's a whole list of different businesses that I know are closed, but they should be open. They should be open. Agricultural supplies should be open. Veterinary shops should be open. Bicycles, they've got bicycle shops listed there. Bicycle shops should be open. Um, it's just strange that they, they, they mention that by, by name. Uh, vehicle rental services, vehicle repair services, garages, car parks. You park your car, but you can't go to the park. Much madness. Much madness. Much madness. Um, uh, the source of the data, if you want to double check it yourself, is assets.publishing.service.gov.uk. You know, a simple search engine search for for that should bring it up. Uh, plus the uh, publications.parliament.uk has the coronavirus bill, HC bill 122. That's an interesting number. Right. Um, now, according to the the people working in the background, the, the experts, the, uh, the establishment, the institutions, the universities, um, and the predictive models, which have been completely wrong so far, but have still been what we followed because we don't want anything bad to happen, do we? We don't want blood on our hands. Um, well, if you can, uh, if you can watch the video presentation, you will see what their prediction is for the next 18 months. They actually have a predictive model of exactly what's going to happen over the next 18 months. Now, how you can actually, I mean, they can't even predict the weather tomorrow, right? So. They can't even get that right. So how are you going to predict exactly how a virus that you don't understand is going to behave over a period of 18 months? Unless there's something that you know that we don't know. Because you're experts, so there's going to be something. Yeah, yeah, but there's too many, there's way too many variables in the situation for the map to be accurate and exact. And, and that's what bothers me. It really bothers me that they've got everything wrong so far, but they're still following the same agenda. And so the, what the graph is basically saying is there's going to be at least five more waves of the virus, the virus that they don't even understand, that in the next year or year and a half. And that each time we're going to have to apply the same social distancing principles in order to cope with it, even though we've never needed it before. But we're all shit scared of dying, so... Uh, or even going out and getting arrested, because that's what the police are for. Anyway, you can study it for yourself. Um, I mean, I was watching a video, and I, I had to screenshot the video when it came up, because I was like, oh my gosh, wow. And I've, I've seen it before, but I didn't trigger in the back of my mind just how important that one piece of data, that one piece of information is. Um, and it's from it's from the Imperial College. Um, check out the work of Neil or Niall Ferguson, um, who should be arrested for uh, mass murder, on my opinion. On, in, get your prepositions right, in my opinion. But what, what, what does that matter? I'm just one person. But then he's just one person as well. Um, but then he's got lots of money, so listen to him, because he's a voice of authority, right? I think we've got the voice of authority versus the voice of reason. That is the uh, time that we live in right now. Um, so the Imperial College COVID response team 
Uh, it sounds like a group of people from a cartoon. Um, and the graph is the periodic bouts of social distancing. Um, to keep the pandemic in check forever and ever and ever, guys. Because they plan to not let it end. They plan to continue that. Of course, it's good for them because it's it's more work for them and more people will turn to them for information and more people will turn to them for advice. And more people will ask them what to do and they will gain greater power and authority and uh, and so it will continue and continue until such time as the people wake up. If the people wake up. Technologyreview.com posted very interesting. Now this is this is interesting because because this is not really recent. The scientists have been saying this for a while that we're not going to go back to normal. Now you have to read through the whole article to understand the, the greater picture of things. I think everybody can see little pieces, but I'm not sure that everybody can see the, the uh, people are people are not seeing the forest for the trees is basically what I'm saying. Anyway, the part of the article reads because I, I could spend all day just reading through this article. Um, you could very easily do a one-hour presentation on the article, but um, to summarize, to stop coronavirus, we will need to radically change almost everything we do: how we work, exercise, socialize, shop, manage our health educate our kids, take care of family members. It's almost as if they put all the principles of a global agenda into a machine and the machine churned out that if there happened to be a pandemic which repeated itself again and again, then it does appear that you could actually have everything you wanted. Oh, good idea. Let's move forward, right? No, stop it, you psychopath. Stop it. Stop it. Just because you've got a shirt, just because you've got a nice office, just because you can sit in meetings with people, just because you get special permissions, just because they let you behind the scenes, just because they give you a title. Hmm. We all want things to go back to normal quickly, but what most of us have probably not realized yet or not yet realized, yet will soon, is that things won't go back to normal after a few weeks or even a few months. In fact, some things never will. Some things never will. Some people are resisting it, because we do need to resist. Uh, one of those people is American Senator Rand Paul, who um, recently gave a speech about the disaster of the shutdown within the United States and what it was actually doing to businesses and people who are suffering. There is now mass suffering. Mass suffering. And we need to realize that. And it's going to be hard to reverse what we've done, but we need, but we need, we need to do it. We need to do it. Meanwhile, in case you're wondering why the BBC has been quiet about alternative opinions and you have to go to the internet to find anything anymore, it's not because the BBC is run by paedophiles. Although it was for a long period of time. Um, just a fact, just a fact, guys, it's just a fact. They pulled the wool over your eyes when their number one children's presenter was, well, mm, involved in some nefarious activities. And I'm pretty sure if you poke behind the curtain of what's happening today, it's not going to be that different, sadly. Very, very sadly. Um, anyway, the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation awarded millions and millions and millions of pounds. Awarded. They just gave millions and millions of pounds to the BBC 
to promote certain agendas. Now, the uh, awarded grants are, are listed here. The Empowerment of Women and Girls, which is basically the attack on men. Um, you, you know, they give it nice titles, but it's not really about what they... Water, sanitation and hygiene. Uh, do you do you really hear the BBC talking about water, sanitation and family planning as well? They get, but don't worry, they'll plan your families for you. Um, the BBC received last, I believe it's last year, five and a half million pounds in funds from the Bill Gates Foundation. Mm, mm, not really going to be impartial, not really going to be impartial, are they? Not really, not really. Meanwhile, scientists suggest, notice how we're not listening to voices of reason or voices of, you know, there's no religious voices in this debate. It's almost as if science has replaced religion and within that is fake science as well. It's, 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 um, what do I mean by that? Well, if you, the leading editors of all the major medical journals, I've posted this before, um, have all stated that at least half of the papers presented in medical journals have questionable results. And the fact you can throw money at anybody and they will sign anything um, is is quite scary. You also the doctors also get paid off in other ways with the special conferences and nice tropical places. Not that people shouldn't take the advantages that are offered to them, but they shouldn't take them at the expense of other people. Definitely not. Anyway, according to this article, every week of delay in the deployment of a vaccine to the 7 billion humans on Earth will cost thousands of lives, said a letter spearheaded by Republican Bill Foster of Illinois, a scientist, and Donna Shalala of Florida, a former HHS chief. In the case of accelerated human trial, why are we trying it on humans? Um, shouldn't we be testing it on animals first? Not that I think that testing on animals is good, but you know, why are we experimenting on people? I, I don't, because it's an emergency. Well, did, who the hell would want to be experimented on? Here, we're going to inject these chemicals into you and see what they do. Oh, well, thank you. Um, here's some money. Here's some food stamps. Here's some tokens. Yeah. Here's three nights in a hotel, if it ever opens again. Um, in the case of accelerated human trials, justifiable risks may be taken, they wrote. Potentially by challenge potentially by challenge trials that involve deliberately infecting what challenge trials that involve deliberately infecting volunteers who have received candidate vaccines or placebos deliberately infecting people that that doesn't sound like a good idea why why would you why would you want, aren't we supposed to be eradicating the disease not infecting people with it um, the white hats have been added again. Um, Gates Foundation World Health Organization was hacked. Um, not quite sure what information was in there. People can go online and try to find out for themselves. It is a bit of a mess though. It is a bit of a mess, but at least it's a sign that people are not listening to Bozo the clown anymore and his ridiculous mission to rid the world of all diseases. You first, mate. I, I suggest we we inject Bill with everything that he wants to inject everybody with. You can take it all first, mate. Um, anyway, <laughs> but people keep interviewing him. They've got, they've got an obsession. They keep interviewing him and, uh, oh look, I'm looking outside and the sun's come out and 
people are walking around and they're, they're chatting and they're talking to each other. Oh my gosh, we have to shut this down. As you can see the certain elements of society panicking already. Oh my god, I've just seen three young men walking through the park. Oh my god. <laughs> you know, I, met, I, I went down to the sea yesterday and I met these two people who were doing their getting a bit of sun basically and um, they were like yeah we were in the park but we couldn't sit on the bench because we were told to move along because, because sitting on a bench is bad right but you can you can stand up and walk around the bench but you can't sit on the bench I, I don't know I, I, don't, I don't know how stupid I don't know how stupid we become how ridiculously backwards retarded idiotic imbecilic and what has caused this you know that you know that since the early 1980s there's been in some areas a 20 point reduction in iq across the western world since the early 1980s so we're talking like one iq point per year some some places it's 20 some it's 15 some it's 10 um, but in general it's going down iq in general is going down not up. You think we're smarter? I think there's a greater divergence. I think that the, the, the small percentage are smarter, but a larger percentage have just, they've just given up and decided to go with the flow. Anyway, sports fans are itching for their favorite leagues to recommend. No, it's not going to happen, guys. After the coronavirus pandemic shuttered the entire world of athletics last month. But some of the most impressive minds on the planet, Bill <laughs> Gates, the most impressive mind on the super brain, super brain Bill. Um, some of the most impressive minds on the planet think the return of sports will take a lot longer than many diehards realize. In an interview with Trevor Noah on The Daily Show, Bill Gates shared his thoughts on what measures will be necessary. Why are we even listening to this nutcase? On what measures will be necessary for the United States and the rest of the world to move past the current crisis and regain a sense of normality. I think we will regain a sense of normality when we um, begin to just take, take a look around, take a look around ourselves at all the great and beautiful things that exist. Just do it. Go out. Go outside. Right now, if you can, go outside right now. I'm not saying that you need to challenge everything. I'm not saying that you need to take unnecessary risks, but risk is a part of life. Risk is a part of life. This video has an element of risk involved in it. Giving birth has an element of risk involved in it, right? Um, just on a side note, I've been trying to upload videos to YouTube by John Rappaport and they keep getting rejected. But don't worry, YouTube is fair and balanced. Right, we, we, we can trust them to make the decisions for us. We can, we can trust them. It's okay. It's okay. I already mentioned there's a video that I posted as well, which is the Pentagon video. Um, you'll be able to see it on the... Uh, video as I try to scroll down the page. It's from uh, 2005 uh, where um, Superbrain is describing how um, we can use vaccines to help against religious fundamentalism. It's crazily enough, if you look back through history, he's not the first person to suggest doing this. Um, as many have suggested, he's just a gopher. He's just a gopher. Um, the Epoch Times published an article which was translated into English, um, which by Nicholas Lecousin. I think that's pronounced like that. Maybe, maybe not. Uh, three times more deaths in confined countries than in non-confined countries. That's a very, very interesting statistic. And as what we're talking about is trying to save lives, um, it's important. It's very, very 
very important. Um, so this series that I'm doing right now is called the Academy. If you're watching the video series, if you're following the audio series, it's called the Lockdown. Um, and I'm trying to put out a little bit of information each day to share with the world to show that there is hope, to shine some light on alternative ideas, to bring fresh thoughts into the arena of debate, to realize that if we just continue repeating the same things that we've always done, that you know that some of that is okay, some of that is okay, but we've got to take society forward. We've got to grow as a culture, grow as a world. We've got to, we've got to grow within ourselves. We've got to grow within ourselves. So um, there we go. I think the um, the internet has pretty much decided that it doesn't want me to uh, surf through any more information. Um, or it might just be my computer is about to die. I don't know. Um, that would be the second one in a week. Can you believe it? Much madness. So um, I hope this information has been enlightening or enlight enlightening, enlightening. I hope, I hope, I hope I've shone some light on things to make you think. There's a lot of information out there, you know, surf through it. Um, don't just read or look at information from one side. Try to find out what you can and you know talk with other people compare and contrast the information see what resonates with you see what your gut tells you is the right thing remember the gut has a brain as well it's not just for food <laughs> so so there you are and talking about food eat healthy fruit vegetables get your vitamins get your minerals take colloidal silver um, and just try to keep your head clear and clean and thinking straight. Just try to do that. Don't do it for me, do it for you. Do it for you. Um, if you've got any tips on articles and ideas, send them to me, I will check them out. Otherwise, wherever you are, whatever you're doing, I hope this presentation made some kind of sense to you. And um, that's kind of it for today. Um, got other things I have to be getting on with. I have to get on with life. Get up, get out, get on with it. Get on with it. Stay safe guys. Look after each other. Speak to you soon.